What's up, everybody? It's me, Karsten. Uh, I just wanted to take the time to quickly acknowledge our Patreon and thank all of our lovely patrons. If you're a consistent listener of this podcast, I highly recommend becoming a patron. Uh, Not only because you'd be supporting Jeff and I, it really is the best way to support us, but you'd also be getting exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and much, much more. It's a really good idea altogether. Uh, With all that out of the way, enjoy the episode. Hi, this is Karsten, and you're listening to the Karscast MovieCast. This week, we sat down with Ayanna Murray to talk about 20th Century Women, the 2017 film directed by Mike Mills. This is a new intro I'm trying out to sound more professional. Like, you know how, like, NPR, they do the, they do these, like, weak sounds and they talk over, this is, that's what I'm doing. Uh, anyways, hope you guys enjoy it. Hello, welcome to the 73rd episode of the Cast movie cast. Before we get into it, uh, I have a trivia question that I guess anybody can answer today, not just, oh, it's not like just Jeff. Oh, it's like, to buzz in. Yeah, I guess whoever gets it first. <laughs> Uh, what U.S. state includes the telephone area code 505? <laughs> what? I don't... Hey, listen, I just... It's a random question generator. It's a very random okay, question. Uh, Rhode Island. No. No. It is... It's New Mexico. But close. Basically on the same side. Uh, <laughs> I mean, two. there's two words in the name. Right, yeah, yeah. Um... I'm super excited about today's guest. Uh, very excited. Uh, you may know her for her work in GQ, ID, and more. Uh, you may know her from Letterbox. Uh, you might just know her as one of the people Timothy Chalamet follows on Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for being here, Ianna Murray. Hello. Uh, it's nice to be here. For sure. I was telling you over DMs, I was like, oh yeah, I'll know I've made it when... I've gone onto Carson's podcast. And oh yeah, this now is it's the happened. So, <laughs> I'm. Where do I go from here? I've peaked. Exactly. I. <laughs> funny thing is, um, like, flashback to Can 2019. Uh, you were there. I was there, I was. and I was with my friend uh, Cookie, who's been on the podcast. And they were like, "Oh my God, they follow you!" And they were like, "Oh, like this person who I really like on Twitter, Ayanna Murray. She's here." And I was like, "Oh, cool. I'll check out her Twitter." And then a week later, you were like, hey, I liked your canned vlog. And I was like, oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, so that's <laughs> Full that's circle. Cool. <laughs> Full circle. Um, but anyways, yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, how's everybody's week been? I, uh, I I moved to London last month, but um, I've come back to my parents' house, which is where I am right now. But um, I live in Aberdeen, which is in like the north of Scotland. And um, they just announced like a few days when I got back here that they put the city back on lockdown. Oh. So I don't actually know if I can leave anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. Um, I keep so that's how are we gone. all at our parents' homes right now? Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, because I am as well. I just got back here a week ago, so. <laughs> How's that for timing? I'm super glad. Okay. Well, okay. Today we're talking about uh, 20th century women. Uh, it came out in 2016, I believe, or 2017. It did. Somewhere. It did. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm super excited about it. It's directed by Mike Mills. Uh, but we usually ask the guests, like, why you picked the movie you picked. Um, so I'll ask you that. Why'd you pick 20th Century Women? Um, see, I was considering Call Me By Your Name, but I know you have, like, mixed feelings on that movie. So I was like... I'll just pick a movie that I know everyone likes. <laughs> um, but 
Also, like, 20th Century Woman is, like, my ultimate comfort movie, I feel like. Just whenever I'm feeling down or just kind of lost, it's the film that I turn to. And actually, I was looking at my letterbox history on this. I've seen this movie eight times now. And um, I saw that, like, in November last year, I watched it, like, two times in three days. And I was like, what was, like, going through at that point? <laughs> to, like, have to watch that movie twice? I don't know. But, like, I just find it's really comforting. It's just really nice. It makes me feel happy. And uh, I've never actually, like written about it or like talked about it at length before so mm-hmm. i thought this would be like the good occasion for it totally yeah i'm super glad you brought it up because i feel like there's so much to say about it and i also have just never gotten the chance to talk it through um so yeah then jeff this was your first time right yeah i'm gonna be honest um since i'm not as in tune with like all the films that come out as both of you i had never heard of this film <laughs> really oh. yeah. it's not that <laughs> see the thing about jeff it, like it barely made any money it only made like two hundred thousand above its budget or something so clearly yeah. a lot of people did not see it it was kind of like a slow rise because i remember seeing like one trailer for it and then not hearing anything about it and then like six months later or maybe like around award season i didn't know this got nominated for anything so i learned that a few minutes ago when i looked this up (laughs) but uh yeah i guess it's now it's slowly gotten a a big following uh but yeah i'm let's we could just get right into it the synopsis reads uh it's the story of a teenage boy his mother and two other women who help raise him among the love and freedom of Southern California in 1979, and it stars Annette Bening and Greta Gerwig and uh, Elle Fanning. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and many more, yeah. The thing about this movie is it's so packed. Like, it's so many different, like, moments and ideas that it's, like, so overwhelming the first time, kind of. Uh, so I really loved it even more the second time around. Uh, just because I got to be a bit more familiar with uh, each character. I yeah, feel like you can, I, like, get something from it every time you watch it. Totally, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, the previous times I've watched it, I haven't really paid attention to, like, the like historical and political side of it. But mm-hmm. th- this time it just kind of, like, dawned on me, like, how much, like, history it packs into it and kind of, like... It kind of says that like these people are shaped by the time they live in which is like obvious but it just like i don't know it really like gelled for me this time i don't know what you think totally yeah what were you gonna say jeff oh no i was just gonna add that <laughs> i i agree that i think the second time i watch this will be a completely different experience yeah totally just because I, I, like, th- I didn't know the characters until halfway through the film and then right. i was like from then on, i'm like okay i, I feel the vibe here um that's the thing there's not really a main character i mean there kind of is but it's really like five main people um and i saw your view uh from like a few years ago or something that like you connect to a different person every time you see it or something like that and i totally agree because like you kind of like choose who you want to focus on or connect to but like you can kind of they're so uh, 
different in a way where you can still relate to every character even if you're nothing like one of them yeah and also uh, just the the way that like the screen time was split between them was so even compared to like almost every other film mm -hmm. and like there really were like five main characters yeah totally is there a character um, you related to most this time you watched it um I really connected to, I'm forgetting her name in the movie, but Greta Gerwig's character. Abby. Uh, Abby, yeah. I don't know why I really, like, I don't know. I, I think it's just that I'm a little bit older, even though I only saw this, honestly, less than a year ago. But, <laughs> so I'm not that much older, but I just, for some reason, I, I saw a lot more in her than I did the first time. Uh, but yeah, what about you guys? Is there any particular... Oh my god, what's the main kid called? How have I Jamie? Jamie. I feel Jamie, like a, yeah. I felt like a Jamie this time. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, just trying to like figure himself out and like absorbing everything he can to like discover who he is. I mm -hmm. why I'm trying to like sound really deep, I don't know why, but um <laughs> um I don't know. I just really connected to him at this point in time. Yeah, yeah trapped trapped in your parents' house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah feeling like a um, kid again that's the other thing about this movie is like it could so easily be and it is kind of tumblr-esque in that it's just <laughs> sometimes it's trying to be a, a bit more deep than it is but it like it has the right to you know like i give it a pass i don't know where i'm going with this but <laughs> it just borders on the line of being like to we live in a society but it mm -hmm. works and i'm like yeah it's I'll, it's okay um i get the yeah. sense that like well obviously like this film is very personal for him it's mike mills it's about his mother and mm -hmm. about like the woman who raised him so i like i think like it clicked for me this time that like this film is about him trying to understand who his mother is and like coming to the mm -hmm. realization that like she's always going to be this mysterious person he'll never understand. And yeah. I, like, this movie does make me happy, but, like, re-watching it, I was like, Jesus, this film is actually really sad. Like, yeah. there's so much, like, um, like, foreshadowing to, like, when his mother will die and stuff like that, and I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, a lot of it is told through the boy's narration but that first time that his mother really starts narrating and talking about i i agree like how she dies and like when she dies you're just kind of like oh that's that really sucks <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i i think it's really effective in that way um but also okay this that does bring up a good point, is that, like, you never really know who these characters are, nor did they, like, truly figure out who they are, which is why I think it was... They never really, like... I don't know. The whole movie feels like an, an introduction to them, like, what would happen in, like, the first, like, 15 to 20 minutes of a, a traditional film. Um, they kind of just drag it out in, like, them figuring out who they are and, like, introducing them. Uh... And I don't know, like that could be messy as a structure, but I think it's super yeah. interesting and different. No, I, that's a good point. 
just because I felt like the character wrap up at the end where they were like, this character went on to do this and this one did this, like was mm-hmm. a much, because it, normally it's like, like the Sandlot, you know, this kid went on to play in major league baseball. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one, it, it felt like I needed that because we had such a small glimpse into their lives throughout the film that it wouldn't have felt complete if I didn't see what happened to them because it really was such a, a small slice of their life for the actual like bulk of the film. Totally. I really yeah. like that just like all the characters are so complicated. Like I feel like like I think people are quick to like ascribe a character as complicated because like the movie is good or something. But like I feel like with this movie the characters are actually really complicated and you can't like pin like simple descriptions on them like I thought about Mm -hmm. like you know the scene where Jamie's reading like a passage from this feminist book about aging or something to Dorothea and then she's like quite offended that like he thinks that applies to her and like when he's saying that I was like oh yeah like I think that does apply to her like this woman just like trying to like come to terms with her own age but then she just like rejects it and like it kind of makes you realize that like oh there's actually like so many layers to this character that like we're just never gonna see because this person is so much bigger than the slice of life that we get to see i thought it was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. yeah totally especially considering again that it's coming from the boy's perspective and it's playing with the fact that like how much do you know like even your own mom kind of or like, yeah, without, yeah, never mind. I was going to go down a, a, a personal route with that one. But yeah, I, it's just, it's, it's really, I hate when a movie tries to pretend like everyone knows someone in their life better than they do. And like, there's this weird assumption that's just so not realistic. And this movie is the complete opposite of that. And just acknowledging kind of the mystery of even the people around you. Um, if that made any sense, but uh, I don't know. Has have you seen any other Mike Mills movies? Because uh, um, this is the only one I've seen. Is it? You should watch Beginners. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I heard it good. Yeah. It it has like a similar like aesthetic to Twentieth Century Woman, but like it's not as developed or like yeah developed as as it is here. But like it has like that same like still images. And, like, it definitely feels more Tumblr-friendly beginners than 20th Century Woman, even though it already is. But um, that's a really good film as well. And that's kind of, like, the flip side where it's um, Mike Mills trying to, like, understand his father. I don't know if you know what it's about. But, like, basically, do you know it? I've just heard it's it's about his dad coming out as gay. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. yeah. And it's about just, like, him trying to trying to understand his dad. And it's a really... It's a really interesting film. I I prefer 20th Century Woman, but that's a great film as well. But um, his first film, Thumbsucker, is also really good. Um, but it's like a like completely different vibe. And also Keanu Reeves is in that movie, which um, <laughs> is great. He plays um, he plays like a a pediatrician or a a dentist or something. Wow. Um, but he's really good. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Didn't you do like a Keanu, like? Oh yeah. 
yeah, yeah so you're, that well, was like, you're really familiar <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god um i watched like 45 keanu reeves movies in like like a week to 10 days or something jesus christ oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was See, the most I- like exhausting period of my life but like it was it was for work so like it had purpose but honestly yeah. like i just wanted to die like the whole time <laughs> <laughs> i thought my like seven movie noah centineo marathon was bad but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive um cool but yeah i just i did a little bit of research into mike mills and he has like a graphic design background which makes so much yeah. sense uh cuz like all like narrative shit behind like this movie just looks so good um yeah. like you said it just it's like one good photograph after another and it just works really well for me uh super tumblr friendly like like we've been <laughs> saying uh i did see the thumbsucker poster and it looks uh pretty cool so i guess i will have to check it out it's a good um, film it's very cool. um very quirky okay hey we're into that indie kid friendly way yeah (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of quirky uh i hate to say it i really didn't want to say it but this is like kind of wes anderson-esque this movie just (laughs) in a way that it's like a bunch of like mini like they have like entire shots and like sets for like one shot an idea like the one of like him like super early on of just like scrubbing out the carpet and it's like this giant like star like it's like small details like that that just feel like a pain in the ass to like set up and get the shot but like it's so worth it because it just all feels like a complete character in life by the end yeah uh there's also like scenes where um like where they barely even qualify the scene it's just like two characters having a conversation and they share like three lines and then it cuts away and like that's it and it really just like it really feels like lived in you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's okay so glad you brought that up because also knowing that this is based loosely off of like mike mills's actual like life and upbringing um really says i love I, I just love that he acknowledges how those kind of moments where it's like nothing that significant is happening or it's not like a huge development are still very significant. And it's kind of like, what does that say that he like remembers that? And I don't know. I, I appreciate yeah. that. I also like the idea that with this being semi-autobiographical, that he just imagined that like sex role-playing scene happening like when he wasn't there (laughs) i can never watch it i put it on mute every time that comes on because i think it's so embarrassing i can't watch it yeah um but anyways i can i just (laughs) uh annette benning is so good in this movie um she should have won an oscar honestly she should have won that year like it infuriates per- me to this day her performance makes me like kind of irritated just how kind of like chaotic it is but it's so <laughs> it's so layered in that way um like she's always doing so many different things at once in this movie and that's i don't know mm-hmm. i really i i was i didn't notice it 
embarrassingly the first time I saw it, but the second time I just was so blown away. Uh, yeah. I think like all yeah. the women in this are really good, but especially mm-hmm. especially Annette Benning. Like I feel like I think this is also like because of the script and how it goes, but just you think she's going one way and then she does something else. Mm-hmm. I think I think oh her performance is so good on that. Oh my god. Totally. Yeah. Um cool. I had one other point. Uh I feel like maybe... um we need to clear the air and um uh you know say that word that um Greta Gerwig talks about, you know? We could all say it together. Yeah. But <laughs> menstruation. It's, it's gonna... menstruation. <laughs> menstruation. Yeah, 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 of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> That is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, for the record. The first time I saw this was on, I'll, I'll admit, it was on a plane. Uh, I was, I know, oh, it's thanks. so embarrassing. <laughs> the thing is, it's actually, like, so much worse, too, because I started it at my apartment and got, like, an hour in, and I was like, oh, I have to catch a flight. So I paused it and then continued the last hour on the plane. It's just, like, the worst possible way to watch a movie. Uh, but I loved it, so what does that say? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think the worst way to watch a movie is in my closet since I'm in my parents' house. I recently found my <laughs> Game Boy Advance copy of Shrek <laughs> where it's like the worst codec ever and you watch it. like you, It's a cartridge, you, like a game that you pop into the Game Boy Advance and then you just watch Shrek. It's not like a video game present. movie. No, it's, it's, it's the actual film. What? And Why it's just like exist? incredibly compressed because the entire like cartridge only holds like 16 megabytes or something. That's so. Why does I didn't know why you could that do that? <laughs> I don't know, but you own that's it. yeah. I think that might be the worst way to experience a film. Yeah, it's I also they... the colors in the screens on the Game Boy Advance are not good. No, not at all. I, I made, wish they had like I, done. I made Kirk a meme for... like <laughs> like three years ago. You know, like when everyone was talking about Christopher Nolan, and he was like. Uh, you know, the best way to watch a film is in the cinema, and everyone started taking mm-hmm. a piss out of him. And then I posted like, um, like a screenshot of Dunkirk, but it was on like a Game Boy. And I thought that was a joke, <laughs> but apparently that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually I had Shrek two, and then I had a different cartridge that was a combination Shrek and Shark Tale. Jesus, why? So that one was <laughs> hours of fun on road trips. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. I didn't know that existed. Uh, Anyway, wait, okay, quick question. Are theaters open where you live? Like, are they... Because I know they are some places. Um, In, like, some places, yes. Where I am now, no. Especially because uh, we just had an outbreak, so (laughs) they've, like, shut everything down. Um, But I think, like, definitely in London, there are a few cinemas open. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's not very much though. What yeah. about you? Chicago has some, right? Yeah, the Music Box, uh, which is like not far from me. They've been like playing movies in seventy millimeter for a few weeks, and I think I've mm-hmm. I've talked about this in three different things. But yeah. they were playing Phantom Thread in seventy millimeter, and I was like so close to going. And I also made a tweet, but I deleted it. That it's like kind of funny to watch a movie like Phantom Thread in the middle of a pandemic because of the last like ten minutes of that movie. Because it's like, he's like... I haven't actually... Uh, okay, I won't spoil it then. Uh, <laughs> but 
it's so that's why I deleted it. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been very tempted, but I'm like, there's just, I just, they're they're not requiring masks, and I'm like, really. Um, oh how are you gonna eat that popcorn with a mask on, Carson? Well, <laughs> I know they want to sell their popcorn, but yeah, I want to say for the record, uh, I'm in Florida, which is still the epicenter of the world, so uh, theaters are not <laughs> open. Yeah, um, but it would be unsurprising if they were uh, for Florida. Yeah, you know what? To be fair, I haven't actually looked, and it's very possible with uh, yeah. the way the government is here that they are open. Yeah. So I'm gonna give my official recommendation if you're in Florida. Don't go. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I want to touch on one more thing, and it's that, like, uh, like already, even though it's been just, like, a few months since I saw it the first time, this movie, like, it already feels, like, kind of different, and I connect to different pieces, which is what I said earlier. And that's something I really appreciate about this is that I imagine, and maybe I'm wrong here, but maybe when I'm, like, 40 or something maybe when i have like kids it will be a completely different movie um even though i can like pretend like i understand the older people in this film like i i feel like when i get older it'll be a completely different thing and that's that's what i like about it uh it, it will age well i think yeah i think that um this film you know was written from the perspective of someone who grew up and obviously if this film was written when they were a kid it would be like the most different film of yeah. all time so i well, think yeah. yeah i think your statement is is pretty on par with just how everyone's perspective changes growing up i realized halfway through that sentence that sounds like i was i was mocking you and no. i was not hey. that was not my intention i'll take it <laughs> I'm like, everyone's perspective changes idiot yeah <laughs> I've heard it a million times on Letterboxd, so you're not, you're not hurting anybody here. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, I, I love this movie. Um, I'm really glad you, you brought it up, and we kind of talked about it. I feel like that's the thing. We didn't even, like, scratch the surface, really, of, like, what it's saying. Uh, yeah. But who cares? Yeah. How <laughs> did both of you feel it worked as a period piece? Um, I think it was really good. The music especially like takes you back. This was the film that like really turned me on to Talking Heads. Oh, and yeah. now they're like my favorite. I love them so much. But um yeah, the tunes in this so good. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a I feel like more than most films, this did not really emphasize the area it was set in in, in like the the way it like in terms of the dialogue between the characters and necessarily what they did it was more of like they used it for you know like with all the the news clips and like contextually just to put you in this space but their actual interactions a lot of the time i felt like it like could have been conversations that were happening today but with mm -hmm. just really old furniture yeah <laughs> besides okay the one thing that stood out to me was how much they said fooled around i was like nobody says that anymore <laughs> But <laughs> as soon as you notice it, you can't. They say it so much. And I'm like. I've never noticed what? that. I need to go really? back. I've noticed it both times I watch it. And I just, I think it's so silly when they're like, you want to fool around? I'm like, who says that? <laughs> Apparently they do. Uh, Wait, you don't <laughs> say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Uh, <laughs> this is a yeah. completely different, unrelated thing. Um, but 
uh, I watched it with the commentary as well and um, uh, Mike Mills he said that when they film scenes in the house at night it's actually day but they just cover the windows with like black sheets or oh, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and now I can't unsee it I just look at the, the windows every time and I'm like it's not night here <laughs> it's not <laughs> wow you tricked me they tricked you. It's the movie <laughs> magic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My old roommate shot a film in our apartment, or it was like a coach house, and that's what they did. So there were just people taping. Like, I woke up one day, and it was just a crew of people taping cardboard over all of our windows. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be scary to wake up to, and you're like, is it still well, what's night? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Anyways. Uh okay one last thing i'll touch on this because i was going to touch this is also something i noticed like everything about this world is so familiar and distinct like they immediately set up like outfits for the characters and like that's their their thing like the mm-hmm. the kid wears red and like greta gerwig has the the black like clothing with the red hair and annette benning has the thing i it's just <laughs> you know the, I, the, the onesie yeah the floral shirts as well I f- yeah exactly um and i don't know you just immediately feel like it's your own family kind of and the way they shoot the the house with like the yellow kitchen and some of the walls are blue and uh yeah i don't know i, I, I bought, like that I about it the, too. Um the the talking head shirt the pink one that that jamie that's wears such a good shirt mm, yeah i can't wait oh, i bought man. it like right after i saw the movie i was like i need this so that's amazing it's on the way oh i'm just literally that's so funny because i <laughs> this last time i watched it i was like that's a really cool shirt <laughs> i didn't know they still sold it uh cool yeah karsten you're on a uh, team talking heads right not team black flag absolutely i think we're all on team we're talking on team heads talking. here <laughs> I think it's very obvious. Yeah, that would be the the official A24. <laughs> That's the A24 band. band. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, cool. Well, what are we feeling for a rating here? Bef- well, okay, before we do that, I don't know how... We've recently started doing time of day <clears throat> ratings, like what time of day would this play? Uh, mm. So what would... <laughs> We're working it out. We'll see if this this rating system lasts. Yeah, we also like don't understand what time of day is necessarily better than any other time of day. No, so it's, it's more a, just like a gut feeling. If yeah, anything. this is a solid like. I'll I'll kick it off. This is a solid like six p.m. movie. I feel like yeah, I could I could feel that actually because you could watch this later as the last thing before you go to sleep. But this right. is a film you might want to talk about afterwards and not be too tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had an early dinner, and now you're watching 20th Century Women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you watch it while you were eating dinner? I think mm. you need to concentrate yeah. a bit. Yeah. Uh, that was what I was going to say. That was it's a trick question, and I was going to mock <laughs> you, if you if you said yes, Carson. I was, I was this close to saying yes, so <laughs> thanks, Jeff. Uh, so, yeah, 6 p.m. It's definitely not a midnight movie. No. 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 By no, not at all. I could see like 11 a.m. though. I've always watched it. Like, it's just occurring to me now that I've like never watched it at night. I've always watched it in like the early afternoon. So maybe. Yeah. Well, to be fair, apparently they never filmed it at night either. (laughs) (laughs) It's. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Uh, 
Okay. Well, as for a star rating, uh, I gave this like a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, it's just almost there. But what five about stars for me, baby. Five stars over there, yeah. I mean, all, all you, can't, times? you can't watch it that many times and give it anything <laughs> less than a five, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm also on the, the four and a half train. Cool. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Oh, I also uh, didn't say my time of day. Yeah. Um, I just assumed we were on the same page there. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I feel like, you know, you could. Mm, 705. Really? <laughs> you so specific. Your, are you out of your fucking mind, Jeff? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> why, um, why 705 and not 7 exactly? We, Jeff, we gave like... 705 is like prime time. Like make yeah, the night out of the movie. We gave right, Parasite 705. In the US, I think like around 705 is when a lot of film... That's like the hottest time for a film to be shown. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's like that for other countries as well, but totally. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have some questions today. If you guys are cool getting into these, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I put them on my. I have my notes, and they say Q and A C phone. Um, <laughs> that's that's how organized this podcast is. Uh, okay. This first one comes from Orange Spider Man. Uh, it is thoughts on the I'm thinking of ending things trailer. Um, Ayanna, are you a big Charlie Kaufman? I love head? him. Okay, I watched cool. um, I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind just the other day, and um, nice. oh my god, he's so good. I know mm-hmm. you don't, didn't you give like Anomalisa like a three point five or something? <laughs> Everyone hates you for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got in a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, everyone was calling you like a sheep. Because you watched it with friends, and that's and that's you know, they're like they influence you. Think for your own, Karsten. You need yeah. to be a free thinker. See, that's what it, like Charlie like, Kaufman. What, what happened was we were doing trivia night, and someone was like, "Oh, guys, remember Anomalisa? That movie sucks." And I was like, "I really like Anomalisa." So then we watched it because I said that, and then everyone was like, "Hey, fuck that movie!" And I was like, "All right, I guess it's like a three point five. <laughs> and here we are. See, I yeah. um. A couple of years ago, I showed my flatmates um, Spirited Away, and I was like, guys, this is the best movie ever, and they all hated it. Didn't let it change my mind. It still slaps. It's so good. Okay, that See, movie. Carson, that's how you be a No, hey, thinker. whoa. <laughs> Spirited Away, that's shocking. How does you, How does someone not like that? I feel like that's a pretty See, that's what I thought, too. I was like, everyone loves this movie. It's going to yeah. go smoothly. They all hated it. They just thought it was too weird. Man, they were like, this would never happen in real life. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's why they're not your flatmates anymore. (laughs) Man. Yeah, I feel like Spirit Away, you can't not enjoy. But Anomalisa, after, like, 15 minutes of puppets having sex, definitely hateable. (laughs) (laughs) At least, though, it's, it's like done in a way where it's not like people's hands in the puppet yeah all right um what was the question oh yeah i'm thinking of ending things uh i did you watch the trailer okay i, I didn't 
I didn't. I love Charlie Kaufman, but I'm like not. Usually, I'm not like that guy where I'm like I don't watch trailers. But this one, I don't. I stayed away. So that's my answer to this question. Well, I've uh, seen it many, many times, and I'm very excited. <laughs> it. I've seen the. I've just seen the still of the snow coming down, and yeah. it looks very pretty. And Jesse Plemons is his yes, name. Yes, he's in it. Embarrassing. Yeah. And uh, cool. Jesse Buckley, who I really love. Nice. She's in it. Wow. There's probably um, some meaning behind is, two Jessies. Yeah, there's only people <laughs> named Jesse in the film. <laughs> oh. I, you say that, but actually, now that I think about it, it does kind of mean something, but I'm not going to expand on that. Wow. Um, I started uh, <laughs> I started working for Netflix the other week, and um, in the Slack, they talk about I'm thinking of ending things sometimes, and it really annoys me because I want to see it so bad. And... Um, they just keep teasing stuff, and I'm like, no. just let me see the movie! <laughs> <laughs> you quit your job at Netflix just to not spoil that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I hope Jesse Eisenberg pops up. That would be Unless that's that's the spoil. You <laughs> yeah. You just spoiled yourself. You just, Fuck. Yeah, you just see like a curly <laughs> afro just rise from like out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The scene is just him being like, my name's Jesse, too. And they're like, no shit. <laughs> um, anyways, it's <laughs> a dumb He bit. just well actually is every single person in the film <laughs> and, then, and then walks away. Uh, yeah, so that's my thoughts. But I think, yeah, so you're excited for it. I think we're all excited for it, besides Jeff, who has no, <laughs> no opinion. No idea what it is. No opinion. Um, cool. Well, this next one comes from Loris Vetter. It is, if you could force every human on the planet to watch one film, which film would it be? Um, anyone want to take a stab at this one first? Yeah. <laughs> Rhubarb. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. It's not time-consuming. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> honestly, I would... Hmm. I think more people should watch Popstar. I think because yes, more people should just it deserves more love than it than it's got. Even though at this point it's like my little hidden secret. Even though it's a it's a full studio blockbuster movie that just bombed, but <laughs> I'm gonna call it my little secret. But yeah, it kind of still is because uh, no one's seen it. So no one's seen it. Everyone yeah. forgot about it a month after release. Uh, uh, what did you think of Palm Springs? Oh, I loved Palm Springs. I thought it was like I I like I won't think about it that much again. Like it's not a film that'll last with me, but it's such a solid uh execution for what they wanted to do. Like they did that that idea perfectly. Um and it's just fun. It's really ex- it's so easy to recommend, which is yeah. what I I like. <clears throat> uh what about you? What do I think of Palm Springs or what's my movie? Yeah. Oh, I mean, sh- I was going to ask Whoa. about Palm Springs, but... <laughs> yeah. Palm Springs is great. It's great. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know if you were like, uh, I fucking hate Palm Springs. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> that was a test, Karsten. Yeah. Goodbye, and then <laughs> leave the Zoom call. No, the but, Lonely uh, Island could just, like, put out, like, absolute garbage, and I'd love it, so... Exactly. I want them to do more sport mockumentaries, because uh, Tour de Pharmacy and Seven Days in Hell are very good what's that baseball one they did 
Bash Bros. Oh, the uh, Bash Brothers that experience. Well. That one, yeah, that was that was good. Uh, <laughs> what <laughs> what sport are you hoping for next, Karsten? Swimming. They got to do swimming. I think there's so much potential. There's a lot of material to work with. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get on it. Uh, anyways, we're. <laughs> What is what, what is your question movie? again? It was uh, what movie would you force everyone to watch? Oh, right. Uh, um, I was gonna say House. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, yeah. The yeah. Um, the seventies. Yeah, one. I forgot the director Obayashi, I think. Um, mm-hmm. but um, I just think you know, no one will ever see a movie that's like House, and like also it's just endless entertainment because you can just watch people's reactions to it, and it'll mm-hmm. be funny every time. Um, yeah because they'll they'll never see what's coming no (laughs) i was like so i definitely deserve to or i it deserves a rewatch because i was like so overwhelmed and just not prepared when i saw it i was like what (laughs) um it's like (laughs) this doesn't make sense um but no yeah that's a great choice yeah and it has the it has like a so bad it's good vibe but like it's it's not bad you know? No, like, definitely not bad. It feels like they're trying to be bad, but like they've accidentally made it good. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Popstar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and honestly, just like my short film, Rhubarb. Sure, we'll, we'll group that one into <laughs> Uh <laughs> Anyways, um, next question and last question is... Uh, here it is. If you could be any vegetable, which would you be and why? Rhubarb. Okay. All right. I, I, kind of like the Family Feud answers. episode where the person, like, just for that at the end, they just answered turkey for everything. And, like, it somehow kind of fits all the questions. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> rhubarb is actually a horrible. I don't like rhubarb at all. I don't is it a vegetable? I've ever tried I don't even know if it's a vegetable. It's like a I don't know what it is. I just named my short film. <laughs> but my dad just got like rhubarb pie and we're or strawberry strawberry rhubarb pie. And we we're all like, nobody likes this. Why'd you buy this? And it's just sad. It's got like one slice out of it. I don't know what it <laughs> Anyways, uh <laughs> I would be uh a uh broccoli. But is that Any was that reason? the question? It was what vegetable would you be? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. You already you locked in your answer, Jeff. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got. And we don't even know if it's a vegetable, but yeah. yeah. Rhubarb, because then no one would eat me. Mm. There you go. That was my reasoning, but my vegetable is Brussels sprouts. Oh okay. yeah. Except for the people who like Brussels sprouts love yeah. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. That's true. So that's risky. Yeah, I'm toast. You're either safe forever, or someone's gonna eat you immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love risk. Uh, so, right. I like. Okay, never mind. I, <laughs> I was gonna explain my reasoning behind broccoli, but no, I want. I want to hear it. Like, I get to be like covered in cheese sometimes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think that's pretty. That's a good deal. <laughs> sometimes. See, sometimes. Like some. Like someone washes the cheese off. Yeah, <laughs> just they don't eat me. They just like they're like get they get they it out of my wrap them in a cheese blanket. My green hair. Like, Here they go. Oh my god! 
That's why I didn't answer that one. And you're um, calling, so you think the top part is the hair in this scenario? Yeah. Well, you've seen me hair. when I had my really long. Okay, Jeff, have you ever seen those old photos of me from my freshman year with the big hair? I don't think so. I grew up like a giant head of hair my freshman year, and I'm going to do it again. I decided that oh, you, the day I so, got my buzz cut. Um, so you're going gonna, to the two extremes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will be, I'll become broccoli, kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Have you, seen, have you seen those TikToks where like um, people like slowly become household objects? That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's what side of TikTok you're on. <laughs> the household object genre. No, I haven't seen this. <laughs> I'll send you but one. But they sound great, yeah. There's one <laughs> there's one where it's like a girl turning into a pair of scissors and it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it makes wow. no sense when I say it, but like I'll send you it and you'll be like, okay, Oh yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I'll understand, yeah, I see what they're going for. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice. Um cool. Well that does it for for questions today. <laughs> Uh, those come from the subreddit. If you'd like to get on, get in on the fun, go to the CarsCast subreddit, and they got fun stuff over there. Um, okay. Lastly, I guess we'll get into our wrap-up. I was going to, at some point, ask you about Call Me By Your Name, but we'll save the trouble and just wrap this up, because... <laughs> I had... <laughs> I was just... Never mind. That that was an entire. Here's the thing. I was totally expecting you to pick "Call Me by Your Name," so I had like this whole thing planned, and then I was like, "Oh, 20th Century Women. Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see." I want to hear what <laughs> you were gonna time. say. I was just gonna ask you, like, because you have you heard my issues with it, with like the. I've seen your video. Yeah. I and okay. I, I, that was like the first <laughs> video I saw from you, and I was like, "Fuck this guy. I I don't <laughs> don't like him." But then I saw your video, Man. and I was like, "Okay." He's okay, I guess. I just you know, disagree yeah. with you. I appreciate that you push forward because most people see... Well, most people get introduced through my animated fur video and they're like, this guy is a fucking idiot. And then Yeah, and then they get mad that you don't talk mad. about animated fur in every video. Yep. <laughs> and then they see the Anomalisa review and all of a sudden... And they're like, anyways. that's kind of like fur, but it's a puppet. Yeah. I just... <laughs> I love... I just wanted to... Say it on record, like I love "Call Me by Your Name." I just think it's it's got its issues in it does, some it ways. Does. Yeah, it's a little, but it's like. Mm. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we like to <laughs> we like to finish this off by reading a review. Um, we do this to encourage you guys to leave reviews because we like to know what you guys think about the podcast and some other reasons. Yeah, uh, this one comes from Hydrated Nina. It subject line is thank you so much five stars and it reads I listen to your podcast every time I can detect my neighborhood doing it I don't know what that means because like at first I was like neighbors doing it but it says neighborhood and I'm like is every everyone doing it at the same um you guys keep me busy and I love you guys even more two hearts and the, the smiley face um <laughs> This this review has been like I've been waiting to read this one for so long, but I've been trying to figure it out for like two weeks. So I thought I'd toss it into the world, and yeah. yeah. Anyways, thank you for the five stars. We appreciate it. Uh, and then we'd like to thank our patrons. Uh, if you would like to become a patron, go to 
patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes q a's shout outs at the end of end of every episode and much more you would really be supporting us uh so carson will give you a virtual high five i i guess i will uh we'd like to thank oh shit okay (laughs) okay all right (laughs) sorry the the pages uh thank you allison grace andy sposato annabelle falk atticus merwin blake root boat brock schultz camilla eden grant holly edwards i'm bored of reading jeff bet i could win in a staring contest three two one go uh iron tusk 93 iva jacob colness joshua krizwicki josie eiler june australian winter live rob lucian vicina mally marie uh overbo uh martin deaf marilee borslow moses ox uh jeff look out there's a man behind you pablo patel ready steady ernie robert burke sam far sophia arieta toad pimp vigard strom vera s and yolki sasquatch thank you guys. okay wait now there's two people doing the joke yeah <laughs> at one point <laughs> see just to fill you in people have been changing their names in the patreon just so that i would read something <laughs> and yeah i i feel like at one at a certain point it's just going to be all warnings towards to jeff <laughs> about a man behind him. it's just gonna um, start being like jeff i'm gonna kill you tonight <laughs> um yeah anyways but thank you so much everybody um and uh jeff do we want to announce the movie for next week uh we're doing wait, the, is... the well okay yeah, yeah I, I wait needed, so we uh, we were gonna do the pickle the one right that was the plan, but I thought your sister was... Yeah, but then we were... Okay, we're going to, like, schedule something. But I think next week we should do the the pickle. We're doing the Seth Rogen pickle movie. Yeah. Okay, so next yeah. week... <laughs> we planned this. Yeah. <laughs> next week we're doing an American pickle starring Seth Rogen on HBO Max. So... And if we don't do that, we'll, we'll tweet it out. <laughs> we, we, we actually haven't planned this at all. Um, okay. Anyways. Uh, Anna... Thanks for being on um, and sitting through this. Thanks for <laughs> this, having me. This is fun. This mess of a podcast. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I think everyone should watch the films of Luca Marinelli. He is um, an amazing actor in the old guard. And, uh, you know, I, I watched all of Keanu Reeves' movies last year, as we talked about. I'm watching all of his films currently, and most of them are absolutely terrible. But he is a good-looking man. So I will continue is, yeah. to do that. Nice. Good. <laughs> that's that's the best plug we've had so far, to be honest. Also, also I'm on Twitter at Ayana Mare. Right, right, right. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Uh, Jeff, yep. fuck it. Do you have anything to plug? Jeff? Do I have anything to plug? I never um, ask you. <laughs> yeah, you don't ask me. I don't. Uh, well, I have that YouTube channel that I just started where I thank people for subscribing and those are my only videos mm-hmm. but i'll probably post a real video soon so subscribe to that cool um cool well does anyone have anything else to say catch you on the flip side catch you on the flip side do i say it yeah catch you on the flip side <laughs> flip side